Good morning, Mosaic. I don't know about you guys, man, but I am stoked, stoked, honored to be up here. It's always an honor to get to speak and preach in front of your church family and people that you love. Um, but even more special today, because today is the one-year one year anniversary of Mosaic's launch. Let's just give one shout of praise for that. Man, just as this, you know, we know in different seasons it's important to uh, express emotion around those times, right? Like there's, if something sad happens, it's important to mourn. Like it's important for us to do that. In the same respects, it's important for us to celebrate the good things that God has done for us um, and for our community here at Mosaic. And he's given us a lot, a lot to celebrate this year. And I, wa I wanna say, when I say that we're celebrating, I want to make sure that, we're, that we have the right lens of which we're celebrating. Um, there's a story in Deuteronomy 8 where Moses is warning the, the Hebrews as they're going to enter into the promised land and there's going to be all this prosperity and all this excitement and all this, you know, all these great things happening that they don't get there and start experiencing this and forget that it was God that got them there that they don't get there and forget that it was his instruction, his strength, his leading. It was him that got them through the wilderness, that it was him that took them through the Red Sea, they, that they don't get to the promised land and start thinking it was by my strength. It was by my doing. It was by the plans that we put together. It was by the programs that we, that we, that we set up. It was by our children's ministry person, that it was by our worship team. We're not here today for any other reason than the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords has worked through us to bring Mosaic to year one. And some of the people that he's worked with. So I say we don't celebrate in arrogance and pride, but we celebrate in humility. We celebrate how God has used Noah. A person who was already well-employed at a huge church with a lot of security, but who saw a need in his community, who saw a brokenness in his community as it not only with how we operate in the faith, but how we operate across race relations as brothers and sisters in Christ. And so he left that, not even knowing what today would look like. And Noah, I, I asked you, man, I took a video. Oh, boy, it's going to be a day. Woo! <laughs> I took a video, man, earlier that, I, that I'm going to sing you as a text. But I want you to look around, man. You talk about having a multi-ethnic, multicultural group of believers who love Jesus, man. And that's what we have in this room today. And so we celebrate what God has done through that. We celebrate what God has done through Jen as wife of Noah, who hears her husband say, I'm going to leave a very secure ministry position to walk into the unknown and to start this church at we don't know where. And her support of that and her serving right now in the toddler ministry to make sure that nobody here has to have their children with them, that their children 
can be in the other room if they so choose. And so we celebrate her, Lucero, being on a leadership team right from the beginning, and all of the, the insight and wisdom and cultural implications that, that she's taught us. Hannah and Mark, who head up, you know, the rector of, of student ministry, and Travis and Whitney, who came on to do high school ministry, and Mike and Don leading small groups, and Joel and Crystal leading small groups, and Brian and Abigail and the Zick family, Hannah and Bryce, Coach Bracey, who, who sees a need from the worship set and says, hey, raise my hand, and nobody worships like Coach Bracey, and comes up and starts leading worship for us. For Jake, taking on the cleaning team, Alejandro, Lisa, John, Victoria, challenging us with what it means to be anti-racist. I heard, I, to be honest, I heard anti-racist, and I started thinking of all these different views and ideas, but Victoria doing it from a Christian perspective, from a biblical perspective, and leading us in that. And God brought all of this together, and it couldn't be a, a better name than a mosaic to honor him. And so we celebrate that today. We celebrate a year of being together as brothers and sisters in Christ. We celebrate God's faithfulness. There's so many other names to, to I mean, I'm Mel in the, in the cafe, cafe, and there's, if I miss your name, I apologize. Alan, obviously doing tech. There's so many names. There's so many people that God's using that if I named everybody, it would be the whole sermon. But we thank God for, for everyone here being a vessel to be used in this plant and to be at this place. And so we celebrate. And it's important to celebrate, like I said again, some of my fondest memories um, in, in childhood and in friendship were around celebrations. There's an excitement around celebrations that brings you together. It gels you as a family. And um, it's important for us to do that today. I remember this last year in November, Kyle remembers as well, when Michigan whooped Ohio State for the second time, back-to-back -back Big Ten champions. And Kyle and, I have, <laughs> Kyle and I have a bond around that, right? We have a bond and an excitement around that, and it helped gel us together. Guys, we have a church that was not a church two years ago that God brought all of us together with that is impacting this community, that is touching the lives of people, and so I think there's nothing better to celebrate than that right now. Do you guys agree? Amen. So before, before we go into the message part, there's a couple questions that I have for you that are going to be up on the screen. The first one is this. What are your favorite holidays or events to celebrate? And the second question is, why do you find it important to celebrate those specific holidays or events? We'll take five minutes and then we'll come back up. And so as you, I was walking around, you could hear different celebrations that people enjoyed. <clears throat> One of them that came up uh, a few times was Christmas, right? And we celebrate Christmas. We have a lot of fun. But the point of it is to remember who Jesus is, that God sent his son to earth, took on flesh for us, right? And that there was a promise of a Messiah and that we have a promise of a future and an eternity with him. Some of us more recently, we celebrated Easter, and 
we celebrate it now, even though at the time it would have been the worst day of human history, but we celebrate it now because we know, we remember that God gave his life or gave his son, his son who was God also, gave his life for our sins and that there's a promise of a future. And so when we celebrate, and, and if you look through the Old Testament, God gives us several celebration feasts in scripture to honor him and to remember what he has brought us through. And so today we celebrate to remember the mission that Mosaic was given, to remember what God has brought us through, and to look forward in confidence with where he has taken us. So we celebrate in gratitude and to remember. What do we remember? God's faithfulness. Guys, Mosaic started when I was first invited uh, to be a part of Mosaic was September of 2021. We didn't even have a building. We had, we had no idea where we were going to meet. We were meeting in a park at the time. As some of you guys remember. We were meeting at a park, gathering around, having hot dogs and that, talking about hopefully getting into a location someday so that we can start a church. And then God provided wasn't even the first place I think Noah had in mind. God provided a different location. Then we got here, and we didn't have chairs. And there was a time where we, there was not seating here. We were using the chairs and that over there. Like, man, one day there's going to be a lot of people in this place. We're going to need chairs. And there were fundraisers done, and, and Noah and his family did, uh, took some sacrifice, you know, to, to help make sure that we hear chairs, and God provided for us again. And we have to remember that. We're celebrating today, but we can't just focus on today. We have to remember where it is he brought us from. We started a church plant without an established worship leader. Think about that. Not an established worship leader. We had some ideas. There were different people that were coming around to support. There were different people that were coming to help. But that didn't stop Noah, that didn't stop the leadership team at the time, that didn't stop those individuals from continuing to move forward, knowing that God would provide. And God did provide. Dropped a voice right out of heaven and put it into an earthly body and gave it to our sister LaRonda over here, who leads us in worship. Every single week, we didn't even talk about, I, we didn't talk about the message or anything like that, but every week I come here, her songs speak to the very things that we're discussing. Build your church. Building it from the ground up. And God's done that for us. Built it from the ground up. And when LaRonda started, we had uh, a guy who was, for a season, helping us on keys, whose name was Q, and Q's awesome, super talented, doing a lot of different things on the keys, but God transitioned Q to a different spot, and then next up, our brother Mike. Mike wasn't at, Mike wasn't at the original cookouts. LaRonda wasn't at the original, maybe, at the original cookouts and that, but God brought them into this fold. And so what do we remember from this? That we can trust him. 
that we can trust him. Even if we don't know what tomorrow is going to look like, we don't know how it's going to happen. He's time and time and time and time and time again done it for our church. And I'd be remiss to not mention Mario, who's been Mr. Consistent as it goes with the worship team. There's one individual that's been around the whole time. That's Mario. <laughs> and then we had several other people that God used to help get the church going. But then God maybe took in a different direction. And there was no fret. Why? Because he always had somebody else to bring up at that time. And so I think of some of you guys might remember Sandra, who was overseeing children's ministry at that time. She was our director of student ministries in that. And then God took her and her husband and sent her somewhere else. And some of you guys may not even remember her because Hannah, where is Hannah? Is Hannah still out there? Make a round of applause so loud for Hannah that she's wondering what's happening in here. But God, God used her to, to step up, to oversee, to lead well. And now we, we're equipped and prepared if dozens of high schoolers, dozens of toddlers, dozens of middle schoolers show up, we have a system and plan in place. Why? Because God used Hannah. We didn't know that. We didn't know that's who it would be at the time. But God has again and again and again been faithful for us. We didn't have music equipment. We didn't have some mics. We didn't have a lot of these different things. And we had individuals from different churches that donated things to us for our church. They're not even a part of our church. They're not a part of Mosaic specifically. They're a part of the church, which is something we'll go to later. But they're not a part of, of here. And so God has even used people that are not in this room today to get Mosaic to where it is today. And so we have to remember that as we celebrate, we have to remember where it is that he brought us from. And then we celebrate in, in gratitude the mosaic. I love the name mosaic, the mosaic of this ministry. There was a, I, I believe it was Dr. King who said it. Don't, uh, don't fact check me on this, but the quote I certainly know was said is that the most segregated place in the United States was a church on Sunday morning. Victoria, is that right? The most segregated place in the United States was, huh? The, the most segregated hour of the week was a church on Sunday morning. Man, I'm sure glad to say that you wouldn't know that's the case if you were at Mosaic. You never know. We, not only do we have black and white, which is probably what he was talking about, we have people in here that aren't even from the United States. We have a full mosaic of believers that God has brought together in, in, Grand in downtown area, outskirt of Grand Rapids, Michigan, to be an example to this area of what interconnected, interdependent, interracial, God-loving relationships look like. In, in in years that were following up your George Floyd issues and your different, when, when, you're, when you're watching TV and, and everything that's on there is selling the idea that we can't be together. 
everything, is sell, everything on TV is selling an idea that we can't love each other. Everything that you're watching is selling this idea of divide. But God calls us to be one. And the church is supposed to be the example of that. And I thank God that Mosaic is in Grand Rapids being the example of that. So round of applause for that, right? We have a multi-ethnic, multicultural community that has external support from those that aren't even a specific part of Mosaic. God has not only used the people at Mosaic, God has used people like Alan, who I know isn't here right now, that's poured into and led Noah. Individuals like Phil. Phil, please stand up, man. Please stand. Please give Phil a round of applause. Phil is a part of our, is a part of Noah's leadership. So not the Mosaic leadership, but the leadership that Noah, that Noah reports into inside of the covenant denomination. And these guys have invested in, counseled, mentored, supported. Dare I say, we may not be where we're at today if, if Phil and Alan aren't the vessels to be used by God that they've been over this last year. And that's inside of the covenant. We also have individuals who, who had no idea who's getting credit today like John, who's been a friend and a mentor and a leader in the faith who continues to show up here and support us at Mosaic and to support Noah every week. Guys, the cool thing about the mosaic of this church is that we have the mosaic church, but then we're part of the mosaic of the entirety of the church and that they're all pouring into today, pouring into this church and the reason that we're here today. And guys, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. Even people like Ann, who I know she's not here, but there's times that, you know, Noah shouldn't be preaching because he needs time for rest. There's times that Noah shouldn't be doing certain things because we don't want him to burn out. And, and God used people from other churches, from other communities that have come up here and preached that this is not even their home church, but it's a beautiful example of what the body of Christ is supposed to be like. Obviously, we have a Mosaic membership, but all of us are members of the same family under Christ. And so that's what God, that's what we're celebrating. That's what we have gratitude for today, that God has is, God is thought enough of us to, to use us in this way. Witness to the community. Mosaic has been used to reach hundreds of students, hundreds of young people in the Grand Rapids area over the last year. I think of Summer Lights that a lot of you guys were a part of last year um, and the Grand Rapids Fire where we got to uh, join up with Coach Bracey's uh, track team, which she already leads in the Lord and prays with every day. But we got to uh, lead small groups with those kids, two of which who uh, got baptized here at Mosaic. I said two of which you got baptized here at Mosaic last year and then went off to their universities to shine their light. Um, the Boys and Girls Club, we had outdoor services last year that reached hundreds of people in the community. Every Sunday, people were coming up to Mosaic to have a good time to break bread. Little did they know after they were breaking bread, they was gonna learn about Jesus, hear more about Jesus, hear the gospel, and come to know Jesus. And so we got people from the community now that have made decisions to follow Christ right here, right here from a church that 
we weren't even sure had a building 16, 18 months ago. And so God's faithful in that. Let me go back. And then in light of that, there's been recognition for this community. Um, Mosaic won the Church Planter of the Year Award in the Grace Covenant denomination for the Great Lakes Conference. I said won the Church Planter of the Year Award. That don't happen by accident, guys. That's God's faithfulness. That's God using us. I got a, uh, a text message or a copy of a text message that was sent to Noah. This is from the superintendent of the Great Lakes Conference of Covenant Churches. It says, dear friends in Mosaic Church, my wife and I have had the privilege of worshiping, worshiping with, oh, I'm going to start that over. All right. Dear friends in Mosaic Church, my wife and I have had the privilege of worshiping with Mosaic on several occasions in recent months. I want you to know how grateful we are for the welcome we have received, for the compelling worship that we have experienced, for the deep commitment to serving your neighbors that we have observed, for your diligence in addressing racism in our culture, and for your passion to live into our calling to reflect the full multi-ethnic kingdom of God in our corporate gatherings. As a covenant pastor and as a member of the denominational team that helped launch Mosaic, I want you to know how grateful I am for your faithfulness to the gospel. Respectfully, Garth McGrath, superintendent of the Great Lakes Conference of Covenant Churches. Guys, come on. But that's not us. We can celebrate that, but that's not us. That's being a vessel and letting God use you. And if we open up and we let God use us, if we raise our hands and say, Lord, choose me, I'll go wherever you want me to go, I'll do whatever you want me to do, I'll quit my job in security, in a secure uh, ministry to launch this, I'll volunteer in this space, I'll volunteer to cover finances and make sure that we're financially sound, like Joel Strickland does all the time. I'll volunteer in tech, like Brian does, while being a physician, while, while having a lot of other things that he could be busy with. And Abigail, I'll volunteer to serve here. Guys, the, it, that's how it happens, being a vessel for the Lord. And so as we celebrate today, we have to remember that. And when we do that, and we build our ministry not we build, he builds his ministry on the truth, on the rock, like LaRonda's, um, the song she was singing to earlier, alluded to, guys, if, if you look in Matthew 18, uh, Jesus asked his disciples, who, who do people say that I am? And some are like, oh, well, some say Elijah, some say a prophet, some say John the Baptist, some say, he said, who do you say that I am? And Peter said that you are the Christ, the Messiah, if, if, it's built, if our church is built on that, and that's the message that we're proclaiming to the community, obviously, you know, with all the other things that we're doing in a support, but if that's the core, then you'll see lives change. And so the big thing that we celebrate this week 
18 salvations and nine baptisms within the last year at Mosaic. That 18 different lives change for the kingdom. 18 people that we won't just be family with here, but family with for all eternity. 18 people that are then going to proclaim the gospel to dozens and dozens of other people. 18 people, guys. That's, that's more than one a month are coming to know Jesus because of the ministry that is going on here and because how we're allowing God to use us. Hallelujah! 18. So we got a lot to celebrate. We got a lot to celebrate, guys. But we're going to keep on celebrating because that baptism number ain't going to stay at nine today. The baptism number ain't staying at nine today. We got my brother Craig, who's coming up here in a little bit with Noah to declare to you guys in the world that he is dying to himself and moving forward to live a new life fully devoted to Jesus Christ. What better is there to celebrate? What better is there to celebrate? That's lives changed, guys. And then you think about, then you think about who is he going to impact? How does it, that impact his kids? How does that impact his community? And who are they going to impact? It's, 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 it's network marketing, right? It's going to one, to, to more, to multiplying out. to mo Jesus changed the world by ministering to 12 people. He changed the world by 12. And he gave us 18 in the first year. Guys. What God is going to do here, what God is already doing here, what God has done here is a miracle. And I'm so excited about where he's taken us. And so excited to be here in front of you guys, excited to celebrate with you. But we're going to pray, and then I'm about to celebrate when my brother Craig comes up here, brother. I love you, man. Comes up here to declare his devotion to Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your love and grace. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your vision and for your willingness to bring us along and use us as vessels to accomplish your goals. Father, I pray that we never take that responsibility for granted, Lord. We're grateful that you are faithful, that we can trust you, I'm reminded of, of Phil's sermon here a few months back that we can trust you at all times, in every situation. Father, I pray as we celebrate this today that we're reminded of your faithfulness. We're reminded of what you've already done for us, even when we didn't see a way, even when we didn't know how. And, and Father, I pray that it gives us encouragement to step even bigger and bolder in this next year, Father, for what you're going to do at Mosaic, Father, over this next year, Lord. We're excited about the 18, Lord, 
but we know that you're a God of multiplication and duplication, Father. I pray that the 18 would be held firm in your hands, firm in your hands, Lord. And I pray that the 18 would minister to turn it into 36 and then to 72 and then to 144 and then 288 and continue and continue and continue, Lord. We're grateful for this ministry. We're grateful for the people that you've brought along. And Lord, even right now, we pray for our brother Craig, who's coming up here to, to share his devotion of salvation, or his devotion of, of repentance and living for you, Father. I pray that your word would have fallen on fertile ground. Father, we pray protection around him. We pray that the enemy, because we know the enemy will try to come to attack, Father, but we know that we're more than conquerors with you. We're more than conquerors. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, Father. And I pray that as a community of believers, we'll rally around, we'll grow closer together, and we'll continue to honor you in this ministry. Thank you again, Lord. Thank you for one year at Mosaic. We're excited about where we're going to be, where you're going to bring us for year two. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Thanks so much, Josh. Amen. Amen. Um, a couple things before I forget. If uh, we got our kids already in here, awesome. Yeah, we give our kids a hand back there. Thanks for being in here, kids. Look how many kids we have. That's a ton of kids. That's awesome. We see you, Caleb. We see you. Caleb's giving autographs out later, he just said. Uh, we got our teens back in here. They're spread around. That's awesome. Because somebody, there's John. Good. John, we good? Anyone else out there that needs to come in? Okay, we got John, our grill master. He's in here to see the baptisms. And so Jake's getting everything ready. So we'll be, we will be uh, in good shape. Craig, we got, we got some... Uh, you're going to have a memorable day, so our, 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 we blew a fuse last night while we were heating the water, so the water's not quite as warm as normal, but, you know, we'll, you'll survive. You're going to survive, Craig. Craig is like the most relaxed, chill guy. I know. I love it. I want to hang out with Craig more. It's so awesome. Let me talk to you about baptism a little bit uh, before I bring Craig up, and I should have a couple slides. Yeah, there we go. I want you to know that when somebody gets baptized, so kids pay attention to this, teens pay attention to this, adults pay attention to this, this act of going in the water does not save Craig. This act does not make you go to heaven. God is not like, whoa, you got into a bathtub, wow, okay? That's not what baptism is for. Um, we are saved, Ephesians 2 tells us very clearly, by grace you've been saved through faith. Grace means forgiveness. God forgives us of our sins. Okay, by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that nobody can boast. We are saved because Jesus died on the cross for our sins, amen? And he rose from the dead. And when a person puts their faith in Jesus through faith, 
then they are saved. When they say, I can't earn it, going into water doesn't earn it, being a good person doesn't earn it, the only way to be saved is to put my faith in Jesus Christ, to go to Jesus and say, forgive me of my sins. And if any of you today are in your sins still, you've done wrong against God, you've rebelled against him, and you've never just said, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. The way Craig has said that, the way I have said that, we want you to, we want you to say that today. We want to give you an invitation uh, to do that today. So this is how somebody is saved. And then another verse that I like about salvation. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous. That means Jesus is righteous. He's perfect. He never did anything wrong. And I have. I'm the unrighteous. I deserve hell. I deserve punishment from God. And guess what? God loved me so much. His grace is so amazing that he came to earth to take my place so that I wouldn't be punished for my sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death. That's Jesus. Put to death in the body but made alive in the spirit. Jesus took my place. Jesus took Craig's place. And Craig today is telling everybody that Jesus took his place. Uh, baptism, I like to think of it like a wedding ring. Craig has made a decision to get married to Jesus. He, his, he put his faith in Jesus. He is saved. He asked Jesus to forgive him of his sins and to start this relationship. This ceremony today that we do together publicly, it's like wearing a wedding ring. He's, you're invited to the, 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 the ceremony today um, publicly. We do this publicly so that you can be a witness so that you can be a witness and help hold Craig accountable, and so you can walk alongside of him in his relationship with Jesus. All right, one last passage that I love, and then we're going to bring Craig up. It says, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Amen. Amen. So that's the visual picture that we're going to see today. So Craig, come on up, brother. Can we give Craig a hand? Yeah. All right, man. I'm so proud of you. All right. These are Craig's words. He's asked me to read them for him. And this is what it says. What I believe about Jesus. The events that are in my life. God has been there for me. It feels like I shouldn't be here, that my time has already passed, but God has me here because he loves me. What have I done to make him love me so much? He never turns his back on me. He always loves me. I became a strong believer that Jesus died on the cross for my sins to forgive me. I truly believe that, and I wouldn't be here without God. I've always believed in a higher power. I just wasn't on to the Jesus part of the aspect but now that I understand that God had to come down from heaven as Jesus so that we would know he's real. Before understanding this, I was lost. But now I understand that God and Jesus are one, are the same. Jesus is God in human form amongst the humans so that they can see what he's all about, that he's real. He's God. He can do anything. He's most high. That's what I believe. If you don't know Jesus, you're missing out on a person that will be there for you no matter what you're going through. He is a person that will never turn his back on you. He will bring so much joy into your life. He will change bad situations to good situations. You've got to give him time. Believe in him. Give him time. He answers prayer. He hasn't turned his back on me yet, and he won't turn his back on you. Amen. Amen. All right, Craig, 
So your next, your next act of faith is to get into this tub, which, man, you got those tears going, you're going to make me cry. You ready for this? It's going to be a little chilly, okay? I'm warning you now. You can do it. Just jump in, just get in, and then we're going to sit you down, okay? You can do it. Yep, and then sit down. Amen. Craig, I'm going to plug your nose. Craig, do you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins? And you want to show that today publicly through baptism? It is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in his death and raised with him in his resurrection. Woo! Amen. All right, man. Love it. Love it. You got it, brother. Come on out. Amen. 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 Look at all these people here for you, man. Supporting you. Loving you. Yeah. And guys, I want you to know that Craig... Craig is a direct fruit of John, of John meeting Jesus and then John telling Craig about Jesus and the chain goes on and on and on. Amen? Amen. All right, brother, you are welcome to hang out up here or go get dressed and get changed. You got your clothes. Looks like Joel's got them there for you. I love it. I'm so proud of you, Craig. By the way, Josh told you earlier we had 18 salvations. We actually... Uh, in the last week, that number has gone up to 20, so I want you to know that. Um, so do, do be in prayer. Be, be in prayer for those that have made, put their faith in Jesus because, because uh, it's real. Satan is after them. Satan wants, to, wants them to, to doubt their faith, wants to take it away, wants to distract them, and we, we want to keep them in prayer. Uh, Mike.